Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Roughed Up Podcast. It is a late, late Tuesday night and uh, we've got your usual crew here, Tim Rodriguez, Matt Armstrong, Hello. and World of Warcraft raids can delay the start of a podcast. Mike Roy, what's up boys? <laughs> we made it. I'm here. <laughs> Finally. My goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do it. Uh, let's, let's get right into it. Um, you know, there's no really way to start this show other than to just throw it right over here to uh, Daily City, California for, uh, for Tim's tantrums. Take it away, my man. Oh, oh man. Uh, I mean, not much to say in terms of the Bills. The Bills played pretty decent, but my God, the Niners. What a game. Uh, that, that was a rough one to watch, boys. Like, that first half, that you had five drives. Four of them ended in turnovers. And it could have been five turnovers because you had Mostert who muffed a easy toss, and that easily could have been a fifth turnover in the first half. And I, I was just watching this in amazement. And I was just like, if I was Shanahan, if there is one more fucking fumble on this field, all you motherfuckers are cut. Like I, <laughs> I was flipping out in my seat. We're gonna just, lose our, oh, our freaking team. out. Clean rating on iTunes. Oh man, I, I was losing it. I was absolutely losing it from the seat. <laughs> I, I don't know how the Niners came out in the second half and they just showed up finally. If you look at the stat line, you'd think that the Niners should have won by 30. But I mean, they got it done. So I'm happy that the Niners 3 0 for the first time since 1998, which is a huge sign. I'm, I'm very happy. Um, that's my tantrum for today. I'll say. Tim, Tim, I want to know when the last time the Bills and the Niners were unbeaten at the same time at this point in the season. Ooh, man. Ever. That's got to be never. I don't, I don't think that <laughs> What are you talking about? Were, weren't they both going to Super maybe, Bowls maybe, like, in the early yeah, 90s? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe in the early 90s, probably like 92. Would probably uh, be I'm sure the they both, both had that. So, so the, Niners, the Niners in 92 won 14 and 2, and the Bills won 13 and 3. So I, I'm sure that in that time, at some point, they went three and zero together. It's been a while though. Point. Those those players have been in the time. National Football League. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Jim Kelly's nephew is on a NFL roster. <laughs> what else can you yeah. tell us about? It's been a long time, player, Tim. Yeah, Jim Kelly. Uh, well, Steve Young was my favorite quarterback, and then Jim Kelly was my second favorite quarterback. So he's my AFC quarterback. Okay, growing up. All right, well, uh, thanks, thanks, Tim, for the tantrum, as always. Roy, uh, can you update us on our standings and, and, and see, tell us how things went last week? Sure. Things did not go so well last week. Roy's records. <laughs> <laughs> Roy's records, yeah, I like that. Um, we have yet to get our uh, feet under us here for 2019 season. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a politician giving sad news. <laughs> this is like a funeral. I'm, like, I'm not a funeral here. Because I color code like the spreadsheet. Four scored seven years ago, we don't have a feet under us. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so last week, all four of our best bets unfortunately failed to hit. Um, Miami did not cover. Oh. T- plus 22 points, oh, even though they should have been tied at halftime. They failed to cover the second half. Cleveland oh. got pummeled by Aaron Donald. So it was Aaron Donald one, Cleveland zero. <laughs> they didn't cover. SF minus seven, seven-point favorites at home. 
as you just heard in Tim's tantrums, failed to cover the turnover fest. And I had Arizona at home against a rookie quarterback on the road, and they get pummeled. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. A, a rookie quarterback on their own. So. That was something, huh? I mean, we can talk about the Panthers later too, but yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, a team, a contender. A team, and that line flipped six points. So you'd think, given how bad Cam was playing up into that game, it, it seemed like an over-adjustment to Kyle Allen. So crazy just that Arizona looks so flat, I guess. Um, Carolina's defense stepped up, and I didn't see the game. It wasn't on one of the TVs I was watching, but um, just brutal. Brutal Ugly. Ugly how, how are we doing on our records for the season? Ah, so – Army, Tim, and I are all one and two, and Wes wow. is o two and one. Oh yeah, that's right. I had the tie. Push the tie. Carolina week one. Speaking <laughs> of Carolina, yikes! So we're off to not a great start. One two yikes. one two one two. Well, I will say I think we're doing better on the primetime games. I know we're only tracking the best bets, but I would guess that the listeners haven't. Uh, they haven't really been down that many units. Probably because they're I hope not. that's based on our picks. But <laughs> well, I uh, mean, we won, we've won every primetime game except for the first game where the Bears decide not to score. So yeah, you're right. All right, yeah. all right. And we've had some pretty good agreement on some of those games too. It's interesting. Well, I was on the fence about that uh, Jaguars game with the Titans, and then I swapped to the Titan. I mean, I swapped to the Jaguars because they're playing at home. That was after my During, couple of words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, they're playing at home on Thursday night. It's only three days rest. Like the Jaguars <laughs> will amazingly win this game because the road team always has a huge disadvantage on Thursday night. It's just day. like you're just like, well, Tim. All right, all right, all right. I'm convinced. Like you the got <laughs> the best quarterback on the field that night. Yeah, Gardner Minshew. Like Mariota. What? Like who is that guy? There you go. Okay. All right, well, let's let's get into the primetime games and try to give listeners a little boost here. We've got the hot-starting Packers hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Packers, five-point favorites here against the Eagles. A little, bit of a, a little bit of a pullback on the Eagles. Vegas has liked them to date, so this feels like more than they would uh, give for two teams in the same tier. So I think it seems like a big line. Throw it around. I'll, I'll, I'll hop in here. Uh, I, I think uh, there there might be some confusion into the Eagles losing to the Lions, and the Lions are notoriously like not a good team, but they do show up early in the year and then fade out and maybe make a wild card game. Um, I, I also they the Eagles have their uh receiving core injury problem it's which yeah they're, they're playing a, all backups yeah so that's that's kind of a factor I, I think they're still a good team but losing your top two options at receiver is pretty big um they uh, i don't know i i think this is it's kind of a long line i i was looking at the uh our office pool line and it was at like three and a half so seeing it at five here means that it either moved in a day or uh books aren't really aligned on what it should be here 
it feels like the Packers are the team that everyone always wants to be good. And so when they start off hot, you're going to get big public respect. Big, big lines, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like it's a little high, but yeah, Eagles, a lot of concerns there probably. And, you know, throwing the fact that it's a Thursday game, it's, it's it feels like a stay away. And a, yeah, and uh, a I, deadline, it's a five. But. I agree with you, but if I had to pick, I'd pick the Packers in the spot just because it's Packers at home. They always play well at home. Um, and also the Eagles have been clearly struggling and they're struggling with injury issues as well. So in that case, if I had to choose, I'm going to pick the Packers uh, minus five. Yeah, I see nothing in the last week with all the injuries to the Eagles and how they're playing and now they're on the road. Nothing that would make me want to back this team right now. This is just a tough spot for them. It's really because of injuries. And because they're so decimated, Green Bay's defense is actually very good. Um, yep, that was a decent defense. For sure. Much improved this year, too. So now, like, you give me kind of a makeshift backup, well, a, a wide receiver core going on the road against a very good now or much improving Packers defense. Um, I think this line should be more like a touchdown. So I think it's light on the Packers and then factor in a Thursday night home game, which are squirrely. I'll, I'll take the home team. Um, I actually do like the Packers in this spot just because of how banged up Philly is. And it showed last week, you know, they couldn't hang with the Lions, who are yep. a feisty team, but, you know, not, I think, super – I mean, not like a playoff contender that anyone thought, but it just shows how much those players meant to the Eagles offense. And Yeah, yeah and another thing that people have, didn't talk about much is that the Eagles had the most drops in any game, I think, in 10 years. Uh, uh, yeah. they, they, had, they had seven drops last week. Even the, the last play of the game yeah, where Aguilar dropped a pass, like, right on the goal line. Uh, I mean, they thought it was a tip ball, but it hit the guy right in the hands, went right through it. Did you and, see the, uh, the, the story that happened after the game with the firefighter in Philly? Yeah. And Aguilar's yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, it's like he's catching babies better than like, Aguilar yeah. catches balls. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Pretty rough. Pretty rough out there. Mm -hmm. Next up, probably, no, I think certainly the best of the primetime games. It is the Dallas Cowboys at the New Orleans Saints. And wow, if I had told you at the beginning of the season that the Dallas Cowboys would be favored by three in New Orleans, you would probably guess exactly the truth. And that's that Drew Brees is injured. <laughs> um, the Cowboys have been on on fire to start the season for sure. Uh, this feels like a very uh, big trap. I, I think this is Saints. This is Saints all the way. Um, even a quarterback, even even a special quarterback, is not worth much more than four points. And to me, this is probably if he's healthy, flipped at least at least Saints minus three, maybe even four. Um, so it feels like a couple of extra points of value there. For sure the Cowboys could come in and, and beat up Bridgewater, but um, but I'll take the Saints as the home underdog here. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump in. It's uh, it's a shame to take one of our primetime games as, like, my favorite. But, like, the Saints looked confident as hell against the Seattle team Seattle. in yeah. Seattle. And they put up points. That's not their problem. Um, and so if it, if it becomes a shootout, like, all right, the Cowboys will look good. I mean, but last week they beat the Dolphins by whatever, 30 points. 
that's not a, a real testament to like whether they're a good team or not. I, I think there's a handful of teams that are coming into games either this week or next week against actual opponents where they're going to actually see whether they're good teams. And I think this is the first test for the Cowboys. I think another game, you know, the Patriots versus the, the Bills. I mean, obviously, haha, the Bills suck and are going to lose by 40 points to the Pats. But um, I think there are teams that have not been tested yet that have been blowing teams out. And I think this is the first time the Cowboys are facing a good team. And the Saints have, have beat a couple good teams already to start the year. And so three points at home, uh, it's a solid home, you know, uh, back. So, yeah, three points is free. That's oh, something so you can take. Solid home at home field advantage and on prime time. Uh, certainly a place where some special things have happened. Yeah. Yep. Now, I'm going to agree with Army there. It's, I think the Saints will will cover. I'm not sure whether they'll win this game, but I think they'll cover. And the the Saints showed a lot of confidence. They played well. They played decently enough on defense. Um, they took advantage of turnovers. They scored when they needed to. Their special teams looked amazing, um, which is going to be an X factor in that game. And, and the thing is, Dallas can be on the road against an actual team <laughs> this week. So we'll get to see who the real Cowboys are on the road. Um but in this case, I, I am going to take the, the Saints and the points. I'm, I'm not going to say that the Saints are going to win this game, but I'll take them in the points. Are we just getting more agreeable as we get older? No, I think we no. understand, like, line value that we no. see here. Fair enough. You Fair hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Western Army absolutely nailed this game. Wes, your comment about Saints being a three-point favorite with Drew Brees, 100% agree. Army that the Cowboys haven't beaten anyone. 100% agree. Like, who have they played? You know, the hapless Giants with Eli, a Case Keenum turnover during the headlights machine, and then the Dolphins. Like, are you kidding me? Like, they haven't played anybody. But the public perception that they're a good team, I guess, is why this line is Cowboys minus three. They've, they've, blown, sure. out, they've blown out the three teams. Yeah, they've blown <laughs> out. So, but I don't understand how this line could be Cowboys' favor on the road. Like, the Saints just went into Seattle and, and, and destroyed them yeah. with Bridgewater from the start. Yeah, absolutely like, roasted them, yeah. I this to me is the biggest. Yeah, they killed them. They were up twenty-seven-seven at one point. Yeah, it's the biggest line mismatch of the whole slate this week. Um, six points for Bridgewater, who's more than competent with his offense. That he just has to pass to any playmaker on the field, and and they're at home. It's like this is um, an easy lock for me with the Saints at home catching points. Uh oh, we should get a some kind of patent on when all four of us agree. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. All Today right. Yeah, that's, that's a yikes. Yeah. A Everyone yikes. back away. <laughs> yeah, this is Cowboys all the way, boys. Yeah, yeah. Away. Cowboys are going to win this game by 30. Don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> Walk away from the window touchdowns. right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Now, that is just like one of those like automatic daily double like walk away. It's crazy, though. Like, all for right. all the facts that we said, how is that possible? No, yeah. It's, but it does happen. Like you'll be, you'll be surprised when the Cowboys are up twenty to nothing in the oh, second quarter. The thing is, you know, <laughs> like, the, like how does that happen? You, you, I think with this bet, you know, you're getting the right number. It's just, it's yeah. a close enough game that they could get blown out. Like, 
these are coin flips. Uh, you know, yeah, and for ten to fourteen points is kind of a coin flip range. Um, so I, yeah, it's it's they're close, they're close, but there's value for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, we could. All right, so say Breeze is playing this game fully healthy. What's the line? Saints three. I think. And and they beat Seattle the week before by yeah. a touchdown. I think it's Saints three. Yeah, so yeah. it's a full six. Saints three, three and a half, and be four. Yeah, a full yeah. six for a quarterback. No, it's a Who's lot. The highest paid backup in the league. Yeah, right. Highest paid backup in the league. So it's, that's an over. It, it's a downgrade for sure. Yeah. And we weren't sure if like Bridgewater, you know, can play the offense that Breeze does. Breeze throws forty-five times a game, fifty times a game, and Bridgewater was never that kind of guy. But he has, no, yeah, he has so manager. many options. He, so he literally many just flip it to Kamara, and he will get 150 yards a game. <laughs> so, That's true. I think. Uh, yeah, he's not, uh, yeah. Bridgewater is no longer in the Vikings. Like, yeah. Uh, well, the Vikings now had a lot more weapons than Bridgewater did when he was with the Vikings. Like, right. if you look at the Vikings roster, they have Stephon Diggs, and they also have Thielen, who are both beasts. But Diggs hasn't done shit this year, but that's not the point. Uh, they also have Dalvin Cook, who's an absolute stud. And, and Bridgewater didn't have any of those guys. They had uh, Adrian Peterson at the end of his career. He had no wide receivers. He's still playing. End of his career. He's, that was like three years ago. End, end, uh, end of his peak, should I say. <laughs> end of his Peterson. Still playing, quotation mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. That game on Monday night wasn't really playing. If you just look at the value yeah. here, you have to think like, who are you buying high on? And the Cowboys, for sure. Yeah, they, yeah. They've gone in in from the second tier into the first tier with their start, and that is the story when you like quick glance at this game. So I feel like it's it's a it's a pointer to a value. You know, best of luck. Monday night football, another barn burner. Oh, sorry, it's 2019, not 2009. Mm -hmm. The Cincinnati Bengals are at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I don't want to spend more than like a minute talking about this game. These teams both suck. Uh, I would favor the Steelers' home team on a yep. night. But yeah, it's going to be the Steelers all the way in this game. Steelers have much better defense. Um, I mean, I'll say they'll have halfway better offense because the Bengals are trash on both sides of the ball. So, I mean. I don't know. I mean, with the backup quarterback that didn't look that comfortable on the road, a division matchup, I'm fine just laying three. But if you're giving me four with a starting quarterback in Andy Dalton, even if the the Bengals don't really have that many weapons aside from but Mixon, um, I'll take the four points in a, a division game against a rookie quarterback. Or not rookie, but like a backup, you know. I got Roy's back on this one. Because, mm -hmm. like, Tim's on the, the bias. Oh, he they, they played close with the Niners? Wow, they must be they must be I'm, not, the I'm not biased. I, I watched both teams I, I watched the Niners play both teams. I watched the Bengals get blown out by almost thirty, and I watched the Steelers play close with the Niners. So I, I watched them play both teams. And the just, and the Niners played the Bengals at home and they got absolutely destroyed. The Steelers got a lot of handoffs. And I, I think um, uh, the Steelers' defense is really good or good enough this year. And I think the Bengals are trash. 
I, I just feel like this is a low-scoring, like, field goal game. Like, 16-13 type of thing. Um, so, yeah, anything above the field goal, I'm going to take. They're going to they're gonna try hard. I, don't, uh, I didn't see anything from that, that Randolph guy that says that they should Mason be. Rudolph? Yeah, should be pushing points here. It should just be a flat three. Yeah. All right. We've got a split split crowd on this one. Let's go to our best bets of the week. Anybody jumping at the bit? Let me take a peek at Bovada real quick. I um I saw this line, the Colts um were giving six and a half to the Raiders uh early. So I bet Five bucks. <laughs> That's not a big bet. <laughs> but on who uh, Colts? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just there's nothing to like about the Raiders right here. They have no, no confidence. Um, it doesn't feel like they're well coached. They don't have a good like personnel. Um, and the Colts looked co- okay, competent last week. So six and a half was fine. This is like somewhere where I was confident a little bit on but I, I already said that my my big bet of the week was the, uh, the same i like that too lock it in no plus three for army all right all right so so my bet i was going to take the saints too um but there's no there's a couple of games i like um i've as soon as I made this Broncos bet last week at Green Bay, I knew that in the third quarter, I would look up at the scoreboard, see that I was down, and think, like, why the hell did I take Joe Flacco on the road? And, um, yeah, every offensive play was like uh, third and long, let's do a one-yard screen pass to Lindsay. Second and long, let's do a one-yard run. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm off this team entirely. They're, in my mind, one of just the worst teams in football. They have no quarterback sacks or pressures with um, Chubb and Von Miller. Like, are you kidding me? Like this wanted defense can't even touch the quarterback. So J- Jacksonville, Gardner Minshew show all day. Give me Gardner Minshew getting points. Um, I think this team is loose uh, uh, in Jacksonville. Like they're loose or having fun. Minshew is sort of taking like to the reins of Twitter and like kind of roasting some people. Like just, I think it's just a loose team playing with house money now that luck is gone that you think that South is up for grabs, but I think all teams have a shot at it. Um, so I think they'll play hard. Denver has to find a quarterback. I mean, if they lose this game, it's going to be like either the coach's head or Flacco's out. Like this is desperate times because this, this offense stinks. Defense can't do anything. Um, yeah. There's also uh, Derek Wolf is out for this week. Oh, for Denver. Mm-hmm. I just um, I'm looking for any reason just to fade Joe Flacco. If you have to lay points with this offense, I'm just give me a break. I, I would like to experiment one year and just like pick like maybe like the three or four quarterbacks that we hate the most <laughs> and just bet against them every week and see how we do. <laughs> I bet we'd I'm do sure pretty we'd, good. I'm do I'm pretty sure we'd probably do what pretty well. 
Because yeah. most of the quarterbacks are trash in the league. There's no way that Flacco's like some great quarterback against the spread in his career. That guy's yeah, yeah. Just find Matt Stafford's like against the spread. Numbers. Yeah, when Flacco's been a, a favorite, it's because his defense, like the Ravens' yeah. defense, is so good. Like it's not yeah, it's not because his offense is like some some West Coast air raid KC. You know, I don't know. This this is like. But, this is uh, judging Flacco on his entire career. I think in the last three last years, Flacco has been bad. Last three years, Flacco has been meh. But, like, he was competent when, like, oh, for they were sure. actually a good team. It's just, for what I've seen these first uh, three games. For the oh, yeah, he, look, he, he looks he, ancient. He looks like he, he can't move or throw. Yeah. He's been bad for – this is probably the – the last time he was really good was, was really, like – 2014. That's right, a low yeah. total, too. It's only 39 right here. Second lowest on the board behind Chicago, Minnesota. He's never thrown for 30 touchdowns. He's never thrown for 28 touchdowns. Really? Yeah. That's, that is damning. He's never thrown for 28. And if you combine Mahomes and Jackson, they almost have 28 already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. In, In week three. <laughs> but this is the thing. It's like Lamar Jackson might be a good player, but only for three years. Whereas Flacco is capable of sitting in the pocket for 10 and being like <laughs> slightly above average. So what's your debate? It's like, would you rather have like a peak Kaepernick or Alex Smith for a longer period of time? Yeah, like I mean, a, above yeah, if, average, we, if, we, if we had had Alex Smith, for longer, we'd have been more successful. But when Colin Kaepernick was in his peak, those two or three years, like he was far superior than Alex Smith. Higher yeah. ceiling. Yeah, yeah. So Lamar oh, Jackson oh. is easily the better bet. Like while his body isn't blown up in tackles or just mm-hmm. you know random acts of you know football. Like, like if you look at the longevity of Smith compared to Kaepernick. So Kaepernick from 2012 to 2014. Hey, hey let's not talk about this. This is probably venturing into a politics podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm, not try- I'm not trying to talk about politics. I'm talking about football. But if you look at Colin Kaepernick from 2012 to 2014, he was a legit quarterback in the league. And then 2015, he got hurt. 2016, he came back. He wasn't the same player. And it wasn't... I feel like he was still like... He was pretty good. The he was season. above average. He was above average. I mean, he someone was... in the fifteen to sixteen like range of a quarterback. He was, definitely garbage, be... he was playing in garbage time a lot, so he had a lot of open guys because they were playing prevent defense. Like I watched those games. It was not. It was not pretty. Let me just put it that way. Like we were down by twenty, thirty points in every. All right, but where's where's Blaine Gabbert? No. Blake Gabbert started that season because Colin Kaepernick played so poorly in the in the preseason. <laughs> that just showed how, you how bad hey, he was in that can, preseason. If you can quote me Tom Brady preseason stats, I'll I'll defend this. But. <laughs> well, he, well, they also took it. Based Brady on his played like probably eight practice. snaps this year. It's that's not the, that's not the. I think the team was bad. Yeah, the it's team like, was terrible. It's hard, like the after they had the exodus after Harbaugh, like the yeah. entire team was trash. So like, yeah. you had you and had a Mike, 
you had a Mike Vick type with no one to outlet to. So he just I mean, got I, trashed. Well, Colin Kaepernick was not Mike Vick. Mike, no, I'm, Mike just, Vick. I'm just saying some guy whose main skill is to have a spotter. Tim, I want to like, know if you can name – I want to know if any of you can name the top five receivers for that team. Which year? For the Niners? The 2016 Niners, the last Kaepernick year. One in ten team. Oh man! Oh five. There's Bolden, five. Bolden, five Bolden, Bolden. Nope, he's not one of the. No. Five. Oh, he, he wasn't even on the team in sixteen. Marquise um, Goodwin. Is he Goodwin? No, Goodwin. This is your. Goodwin this is your team. This is your team five years ago. No, it's two thousand six. Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald. Let's go. Vance McDonald. One down. Michael Crabtree. He was on Oakland at that point. He was um Nope, only one. Uh I'll, there's three wide receivers and another tight end. These are all names that were household names. No, just the top, uh, Vernon Davis top five the receivers of the team, but were they on anyone's fantasy team that year? Probably not. I can't imagine they would be. Anyways, this is bad radio, so I'll just tell you. Jeremy Curley, Quinton Patton, Garrett Quentin Patton, that was and Torrey Smith. Torrey Smith. Torrey Smith. Oh, yeah. He, he was like a franchise roster. player. Torrey Smith was like one of those people they put on billboards because like that's how bad the team got. was. Yeah. No, because we spent a fortune getting him from the, from the Ravens in the offseason. We spent so much money on that well, guy. He was at the end of his career. Yeah, we had lost. We got all that cap space and all that yeah. money because all yeah. our players left or like, retired yeah. because they didn't want to fucking play for Rick Tomasulo. Jim Tomasulo. Tom Tomasulo. I haven't got my pick yet. Yeah, what's your lock my, of the week? Army's botched I'm, I'm, name of the week uh, out of the way. And I'm going to pick the New York New York Football Giants versus the Redskins this week. Hmm. Huh. Danny Dimes. Danny yeah. Dimes coming out against the Redskins this week. The Redskins looked anemic and terrible last week. My goodness, they looked awful against the Bears. They had a, like a resurgence late in the game, but it was too little too late. I mean, if they start Keenum this week, Jesus, that yep. was You're such a what have you done ugly. for me lately, Tim? We're three games into the season, dude. That'd be like you go out there and get shelled once, and you're like, I don't ever want to see this guy pitch again. Case Keenum's been garbage this year. He's been terrible. It's only three games. He's been terrible all three games. <laughs> but that does not mean he's a bad player. Yeah, Did you ever have three bad games around. in a row, Tim? <laughs> he was playing at home against the Bears, who, who – Basically, make evading it the question. They have a good defense. <laughs> they have a good defense. Don't get me wrong. They have a good, very good defense. And he when was you being turned the ball over again. four He's times. Soon, man, that guy's a competent player. He will be fine. He's. I, I don't think he's gonna. He's gonna win this week. Bring in Haskins. Actually, already. all right. So, who's running for the Giants this year? Or after Barkley got down? Um. I did a quick look. It said John Hillman, Wayne Galeman, 
<laughs> just you're so, saying it with so much confidence. <laughs> and then also, I didn't see anything from uh, what is this guy? Daniel Jones. Yeah. Evie Jones. Danny Dimes. He didn't. He didn't look good. I yeah. I didn't see anything yeah. that looked above he, like college football player level. <laughs> I mean, he came back down from was it twenty? Was it twenty plus? I don't know, but he didn't look good. Who did he they threw play? over three hundred yards they and four Tampa, touchdowns? Tampa Bay. They played the Bucks, and they were bad too. I remember this game. That was a horrible game to watch. But he's playing. He's playing the Redskins this week. The Redskins are exactly world beaters either this is this is like two bad teams oh we weren't gonna get political tim that's really rude and offensive (laughs) all right call the washington football team it's a bold call i i respect this you know the the new york team home field advantage in new jersey that's okay they're at home they're playing the redskins the redskins didn't look good at all the, the Giants are coming off a huge win last week. I, I think they're going to take this momentum with the new quarterback into the, into the following week. I like the call. I like it. He's saying it with confidence. I think it's fair, yeah. The Redskins, right. trash. Best they're not the a good team. Who's, who's next? They, they the lost the – I'm not going to the Dolphins. I'm, yep. I'm done with the Dolphins. Uh, I, I think I think it's correct. They could be given. They could be given forty points. I still wouldn't bet on the Dolphins. I, yeah, I think it's correct. They could find a way. Like it is correct to bet on them. Sixteen is too much, but I don't want to. What's uh, <laughs> like? You're not gonna feel good about it. So why do it? So I'm gonna go yeah. totally against what I would typically do in this type of situation, because I think that the story here is actually that the home underdog is a tier better than they were expected to be. And so that is what is, is putting this line where it is. So I'm going to take the Patriots minus seven and a half at the bills. I think the bills are inflated based their Their PR is extra high right now. Um, <laughs> if this game were played at week one, I think the line would probably be at least 10, even on the road. Whoa! And, and so, you really you don't think the Patriots could be a ten point favorite to open in Buffalo up the season? No. At the beginning of the season, what do you think that I don't? When do you think the last time the Patriots were less than a ten point favorite against Buffalo was? I think it's been a long time. So to me, this is this is a pretty big adjustment. I'd say it's about at least two and a half favorites. points. What's that? I don't think the Pats are typically double digit road favorites in previous seasons against the Bills. No, I- uh, yeah, I mean, I an in-division game? Yeah. I don't think it's that much. We'll do some. Yeah, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll get our analysts on it. He'll do some research and get back to us with uh, what the historical um, lines would be. But, uh, yeah, I like the Patriots here. I think uh, okay. PR is a little high on the Bills. Um, the Patriots are the Patriots, and I think uh, 7.5 won't, won't be a problem in Buffalo. You don't think the uh, Josh Gordon fallout? I mean, the, uh, the uh, A. Brown fallout? I don't know. I don't know who, who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is going to college. Yeah, I'm not. I don't, know, I don't pay attention to college football. Yeah, it's a uh, that's bold because you. We always know the 
the Patriots numbers at home with like sub touchdown favorites. They, yeah, they cover sub seven. Really yeah, well. they they don't cover over seven. Yeah, within division, like I'm sure I already. Yeah, I lost money already on like a twenty-two in Miami this year. The I don't know. A touchdown and a half is a lot versus a semi-confident team, but the Bills are notorious for just dogging themselves. So yeah, but I think the Bills <laughs> might take this game as like a Super Bowl almost. Like this is an early yeah, season playoff I, I, game. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I mean, I, uh, you might you may call me a Bills homer, but I, I think like a seven and a half is a little high. Yeah, especially especially like lay that point. One of the things in, that in, I, in, I, I will in division road game in division road games are notoriously difficult to bet on. What I'll because, say is is uh, different about this year is that the Pats have a really good defense. They do, which ha- hasn't been true for like I don't know since a long they're time, undefeated. Right? undefeated season so like it's really like is Josh Allen gonna make mistakes more often than he did in the previous week I mean he made one big mistake that almost cost him the game last week where he was rolling to his right and he threw a ball up for grabs that that almost cost him the game that that did happen last week Um, and that's very possible he makes he makes a lot of like risky throws like, cause he's always he's running around trying to make big plays, and so he throws the ball up for grabs. Like, I could see him doing that a couple times in this game for sure. Um, but obviously, you know, it could be on the other end where he's running around, and he's making big plays, where he's making twenty, thirty yard throws, and which you also saw last week. Like, he was running around making big plays on, cause he has a huge arm. I mean, he mm-hmm. could throw the ball from anywhere on the field. Patriots in 2018 played against the Bills twice. They were 13 and a half point favorites both times. What weeks? Uh, Let's see. Week 8 and week 15. Yeah. What was the finals in those games? The Bills lost 25 to 6 and the bills lost 24 to 12 so they covered one of the games by a point and a half. Mm. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I think this year will be a slightly different because Josh Allen didn't, he played in one of the games. The the game that they covered, he played in. The first game he did not. He got hurt in week 4 and he didn't play for 6 weeks. Hmm. So Okay, but um, well, I'm 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 on this. I, I, I had to look up the Bills, like, uh, 3-0 record. They beat uh, the Bengals, the Giants, and the Jets. Yeah, they beat three <laughs> bad teams. They beat three bad teams. So this, yeah, this was my, like, uh, a team that is respected, uh, similar to the Niners at 3-0, but they're finally going to play a good team this week. Well, the yeah, Niners are because they're on the bye, but, like, it's like you finally see, like, who, can, who are the Cowboys actually are, like, can yeah. they beat the Saints on, on the road? Yeah, well, the, the Bills are going to be playing at home, so it's a little bit yeah. different. But. but no, I mean, like, this is their first chance to actually, like, uh, say if they're they a good are. team. Yeah. They beat three bad teams. I agree. And the, this is no, – And this barely. Is the Bengals game, that was a in, – in the hands of both teams. 
They won the Jets yeah. game by one as well. Yeah. Yeah, they don't blow teams well, out, they, but I think they, they play close. They play tight. They play defense. tight games. Yeah, they play I tight games gonna be close. all around. Yeah. The Patriots yeah, because... don't play tight games, though. They don't. <laughs> yeah, they uh, – they, 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 they blow out the Dolphins, cover. and they bench Tom Brady, and then they blow the cover. <laughs> and then they brought him back in. Yeah, to run the ball. <laughs> I'm like, well, oh, the, good. The, the pass will is, cover this game. Nope, let's the, run the ball. Josh the Allen thing is the Bills pass. have a good defense. The Bills do have a good defense. Josh Allen against the Pats last year, 20 for 41 for 217 yards, a TD, two picks. Yeah, that was – That sounds fantastic game. given that we just saw Luke Falk do t- one-tenth of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Did we do it? Was that everybody? I think That's we're it. good. Made it around. It. Right. Any commentary on Worlds now that the seedings are out? Uh, I think the over-adjustment on the value based off groups is kind of wrong because they still have to beat the best team. So, like, if you believe – Fun Plus was going to beat SKT or RNG or G2, like, then you should have had your numbers there anyway. Mm-hmm. Just getting out of groups isn't that important if you're supposed to win world. Right. It shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. It's like, oh, your group is easier. But if you're supposed to win worlds, like, getting out of groups is not a hurdle that you should be worried about. So which region do you believe has the best chance to win? I think EU does. Because they're playing NA. What? They're probably going to play NA twice. Unless Damon gets into Liquid group. They're not the favorite, so they can't can't be. Yeah, Flights can get into TL's group, right? No, no, I'm saying, like, G2 is not the overall favorite, so EU cannot be the favorite region. Because they... Their, team, their other teams are much worse. You think Fnatic... Well, Fnatic's group's fucked. Fnatic is 16 to 1. Yeah, with FKT and RNG. Splice is 66 to 1. G2 is 4 to 1, but Fun Plus is, is plus 350. Okay, so we just... So, China... It is China, but not by much. LCK is close. Uh, LPL plus 140, LCK plus 185. I think that's, I think inter- I think that's an interesting conversation. It's, it's because SKT is still probably the favorite, whether would, that, that line makes sense or not. How would, yeah, how would you rank the teams of the six, uh, the six Asian teams? I think it's SKT... Fun Plus, IG, in my mind, right now. It's, it doesn't bother you that IG busted out of the playoffs? No. And RNG made it to the final? But they were dominant in the, in the gauntlet. And then... Yeah. RNG was more dominant in the playoffs against better teams. Uh, I didn't... I never liked top. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I can't trust Griffin. I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know what they're doing. Griffin worse than Dam One. I think I think Griffin is better than Dam One, but putting them fourth is tough. Fourth, so ahead of RNG. 
or well you haven't oh i'm sorry we're just talking about the asian teams i forgot um, so you have you you're between griffin and rng for a fourth yeah and then damwon sixth yeah so i they, don't trust i don't like damwon at all yeah really. so then you're saying basically korea has the two of the three worst teams so it's definitely china favored uh, which it is I think, yeah, because Griffin and Damwon are unproven. They've never performed in playoff. Well, Griffin, but, like, they choke. Griffin has never won a best of five. Yeah, they choke. They, yeah, they're a tilting team. And then Damwon has never been here. I think Griffin is, like, a, a meta team. So if, they, if their play style, their peak play style is meta, uh, if they if they go six zero in the group, I would probably favor them to win the tournament because to me that would mean that the meta favors them because they are very dependent on their unique play style. Um, sort of the similar, t- probably the team that's closest at least in level and uh, champion pool to G two is, um, is is how Griffin plays, and so I think that's that's a boomer bust type uh, pick. Yeah, I don't know. I think, th- like, at the meta shifts, I think it's going towards top. Like, a lot of champions have been buffed up there uh, going into Worlds. Um, yeah, there are some pretty intense top laners in this tournament. It's going to be fun to watch. I think, what, is, what, what would you say the most? I don't think they've have, they haven't released, like, the top 20 players yet, right? But which, which role do you think is – what are you looking forward to seeing the most? Well, you're going to get the classic mid laner. It has to be, right? Um, that is, I mean, that's a hell of a list. I, I don't think top has been a carry role this split. Yeah. But look at the the top. If you look at the top nine teams, the worst mid laner is Nemesis. And he's the second best in Europe. Yeah, he's confident. Yeah, so like, I think, yeah, well, just like you send Perks down to ADC, he's the best ADC in the world. Yeah. So like, um, it's the bigger question is, where does Uzi fall in the ranking? Because he's the best ADC in the world. And I think F- I would rather have Perks. F- oh, oh, okay. Well, that's that's a question, but like, this is like a... A narrative type thing. If yeah, RNG is like heavily based around Uzi. Yeah. And so, like, when you want to build up, like, is RNG a, a threat? You're gonna put Uzi at the top of these lists. I think it's, if, it's if, a if one of the best question. One of the best ADCs isn't like top five. Then ADC doesn't matter, right? Yeah, I, I think he's I think he's top five no matter what, because before the at least going into the tournament, you can't know that ADC is weak. And honestly, it's actually I I don't know that that is actually as big a nerf on him as it would seem, because oftentimes when ADC is weak, it's when the the only the best players are able to perform on on in that role. And the other and the the less than players deliver no value. Well, I mean, last all right. So last world, 
the rankings had Uzi three, right? Yeah. It was. I don't think he can be that high. I think I, I think I would take them all, I, almost all the mid laners. Yeah. All the mid laners. I mean, of the of the nine, uh, uh, over an ADC. Yeah. It's it's funny. I've seen like preliminary lists from people that I semi respect, and they put Faker like eighth or ninth. It's like no. Every mid laner is afraid of Faker. That is very powerful. There is no series where you're going in thinking this person has an advantage over Faker. Yeah. There's like every time so oh BDD is better than Faker. Like uh, rookie is better than Faker. It's like they need to face them in a best of five for me to ever believe that. Yeah, I agree. If you can you have to stare down Faker and win. And how many of these people have? I think it's yeah. just one, right? Yeah, it's Crown with Malzahar. No, no, no. It's, it's <laughs> Caps. Caps has definitely dealt with him. Yeah, he had his, his first offering. He got, yeah, clap. He got his, you know, reverse uh, nickname. But, yeah, then he came back and he, he didn't look uh, – uh, he had confidence the next time he faced him. Whereas the, all these other guys, like – He's a god to them, so they, they don't play the same mentality. So I, I will never let Faker not be one. I think, I think Crown can be at, a, at, at the season that Samsung won better. No. Well, that's after the fact. Even during the regular season, there were, like, Crown was the spring MVP. And and he was at that level for a year and a half. Oh, that was a that was a Faker one v nine year. Sure, but the the team was year. Crown's team wasn't that special. They didn't even have a solid bot lane the first year. The first game against TSM, they ran right. out. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the you really think Crown played well his his the first time they played? I thought so. He he's. I mean, he solo killed him. Like he was fed every game. I thought. Oh right, this was Victor. That yeah. was Staples, okay. right? Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was certainly better on Victor. Yeah. Um. And the oh second, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was great that year. I'll, uh, the right. second what year, if, you, if the second year, if you watch the best of fives that Samsung plays, the year that they won, he is carrying. He had confidence. He was incredible on Talia, and like he gets the Mazahar rap, but like they—that was just—that is a genius strategy against Faker. It's like, yeah. What what else would you want to do if you can if you if this if you think this is the only way they beat you through their best player, then you just neutralize it. Yeah, that was a bad SKT team. That's not because he's a bad player that he did it. It's just he did what it took to win worlds. So I. Uh, but yeah, I All agree. Right. I think you know he's not in this tournament. Optic isn't in this in this tournament, so. Uh, the only the only person here who can really look 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 across and think that he should you know he's he's done it is is caps. All right. So I I always will put Faker there unless someone has beat him in a best of five. Yeah. So the other contenders for top five spots. What do you think? I think I'll oh the players. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to say because I think Bedoyenby has to be on the list. His team is the favorite, and he has he has the best overall record of any. I mean, they have the best overall record of any team in the world over the entire season, the entire right. year. And he has been the best player on that team. So for me, it's. I think I think his team is worse than the other Chinese teams. Like if I you, totally agree. Yeah, like that's I'm a little worried about that, but it to me it also says he's probably the best. He's probably playing at the highest level right now. I would pick Faker because he's proven it on the big stage, but I think Doinvi is playing at the highest level of, play, of any player. So he's he's there for me. He's got to be top five. We're saying Uzi. I think. I think Wonder is going to be talked about. Oh, boy. Putting a Westerner in the top ten? I, I think people think Wonder has been the best player in the West consistently over the full year. Hey, they gave Yankos the MVP. Right. He was summer MVP, but he was kind of – I mean, he was, he was good in the spring too. But I think Wonder was considered the better player in the spring for sure. And Wonder was also the MVP of the finals. I yeah I I wouldn't favor him either I think I think you have to I think the shy uh will probably be in the top 10 if not in the top five he I don't think has played at that level for most of the year but he's he has shown he can reach oh he's he's definitely gonna be in the top 10 yeah that's a given just because they he's he won the title and he was the hard carry last year yeah even rookie I think him and rookie both make the top 10 yeah, I would say I think so. Yeah, I I think that there's there's a clear second tier, and it's probably like eight players, and those are some of them. And I think the others I would say would be Carsa. And I think Teddy might be in there. Teddy has been probably the best number two. Yeah, so you could throw in perks here. Yeah. But I, 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 yeah, I, it's going to be Western bias too, because the uh, world is in EU. So they're going to throw in more EU people than maybe should be in there. Like I, I could see Yankos getting number 20 or something. Because mm. last, like uh, when it was in NA, they had Bjergsen 10. Yeah. And double if 20 or something like that. Yeah, I remember. And it's like they didn't get a group. I think um I think Gimgun might uh Gimgun might be worth Oh, he's the, he's in the like 12 to yeah, hasn't proven range. It, hasn't proven it yet, but he plays he's been playing at a very high level. Yeah. He's a god. Hmm. Uh Chovy? He for I think he oh there's think, so many people are on Chovy's ass. I there yeah. the thing is like these guys I don't think either of them have any contention for number one because they haven't held it for that long, but they've been number one. Like if there was a all round the world challenger ranking for pro performance, like for three months, Chovy was the number one player in the world. And Chovy and Tarzan were actually going. Tarzan, to- yeah. We forgot about Tarzan. Yeah, so those two have been number one in their roles um, in the world. And, uh, you know, a lot of the other guys we've talked about, I don't think have ever at any point in the year reached. Like, I don't think at any point Rookie or, or the Shy has been at that level. Maybe, no, uh, I, guess, I guess you could say in the spring uh, in MSI. 
when they were 9-0 in the group, they were at that level. But uh, it was more fleeting, I feel like. these The Griffin players held it for half to two the spring and half of the summer. How, this is like the huge, you know, check here. Like, are any of these Griffin guys going to be able to, like, 1v9 here and take them somewhere out of their choker status? Because, mm-hmm. like, every time they play against a team that they may have been getting stomped in, in scrims, they end up trolling, like, really quickly in best of five. Like, oh, we lost game one. Uh, it's time to play Poppy support and uh, foreign ADC. It's like, oh, why? Dude, <laughs> just play straight up. How could you, like, have no faith in yourself after scrim results? Yeah. Can any team outside the top nine win? Or do you think even that Fnatic or TL have a chance? Uh, I was I was gonna ask like if there was any NA players you think go into the top twenty. I, think, I would say double lift makes it in there. I think double lift, and I would also. I think impact is uh, has been great. He has a chance. I think they so like these lists are half like analysis, half hype, or not half, but like you know, twenty percent hype. So, like, you have to at least have one guy from your main region be in there. So, Doublelift is just the most popular player. So, fucking, he's in there. I think Impact, in, Impact performed at MSI. Impact performed at Worlds last year. He, okay. has, he has more longevity than any of these players. And how many, how many of the top laners would you actually say are favorite over Impact? Impact stood up to the shy. No, I I, I am incredibly impressed with like what he. I would rather he have him in con. I would rather have impact in con. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I I would rather have impact in con. Impact doesn't. Con, con's a tilter. Impact doesn't. Impact is always nine out of ten games plays to your win condition. He's always he's always a B player. At least this year, he has, yes. he has the capability of being an an S player. Yeah. Uh, I would, yeah. I think there's only he's a top, top five top laner in this in this tournament. I think. Okay, so no Jensen, Core JJ. Jensen's competent. I think Core Core has to be considered too. Yeah, it's exactly. He left split. The region is so bad. Yeah, it's it's hard to like believe in like their performance nat- like uh, regionally. Um, but Core JJ, like I think he, I, he has he has done everything that. A, that could be asked of a player to be a top five or ten player, and so I think he's got to be there. He has never not performed. I mean, they they busted out of Worlds last year, but like that's three years in a row they went to Worlds. That's three years in a row they won the gauntlet. That's two of the three years they went to the final and they won one of the finals. And this year he's went to the finals of MSI and he won both splits. So you can't really the resume is pretty much unblemished. Yeah, it's tough to find find the places for all these people, because like on on resume alone, if you're that if that's your argument, it's like Doinbee's done nothing. Doinbee has been the best or <clears throat> one of the best for a couple of years now. I well, I'm just saying like he he doesn't he never got out of groups like 
Well, he's never been to Worlds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like there's there's some like barriers to like Only whether these. Hmm? Double lift hasn't gone out of groups either. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what, what, I don't think what that, do you value regional trophies or like world I, accomplishments? I don't, think, I don't think the tournament factor matters that much. I think it's mostly just how good is the team. Yeah. Like, there may be a player or two every year that, that hard chokes, but I think most, most teams, they're just playing the game and, and it's, you know, the best team is going to win. I think that's – the best players are going to win. The best players. All right. So, we're how, – how deep are we in on world's bets? What teams are you – you have money on? Well, I, I have my bet against you somehow. Uh, our, our fun plus. Our fun plus, yeah. You, you booked for me. <laughs> I know. That was, that was your choice. I'm happy. I got it at five to one. Yeah, three to one now. <laughs> yeah, so it's good. Um, I, have, I have Griffin, RNG, TL, G2, and SKT. Oh. All right, so those are all big favorites. Well, I'm missing IG. And I and the two the oh, I do have Griffin actually. The only number I have that's worse right now is Griffin. I got them right. I got them at their peak. They were four to one to win the Worlds at one point, and they were looking like the best team in Korea. Hmm. And so, yeah, you asked, like, are there any like dark horses that you see? Did you have an answer? Because I I don't have one. I'll below the top one. nine. Yeah, the below the like beloved team. I don't think so. I think the only team that has the ceiling would be Cloud9 of the rest of the teams. I mean, I obviously haven't watched like the Taiwanese teams, but but I think Cloud9 could figure something out and and be a contender, but it's it's a real long shot and I would definitely not think that's worth it. Uh, I'm a uh, no, no way. Um I think Damwon. Oh, I mean, like, they're the sixth favorite, so they, they're definitely. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think they're, like, not in the big conversation because, like, they're not a established brand. I, I think they could get hot and put it into the right side of the bracket and make it to finals or something. Damwon? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think any of the top nine teams can be can be there. I wouldn't be super shocked if any of them were in there. I mean, if there's certain there are certain combinations that would shock me. If it were Fnatic and TL, I would be flabbergasted. But if one of those teams was there, it wouldn't be a huge shock to me. It's within. Yeah, the- I mean, like just from our our knowledge, like H two K made it to semifinals, and that team was not nothing to write home of. Like. Probably four of the five guys on that team don't have jobs. <laughs> is that true? Probably all of them. Yeah, you're probably right. No, Vander is playing. Um, oh, wait, yeah, yeah. Vander's playing. I guess Ryu is playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, these are all, like, outcasts. Um, but, yeah, like, 
wait, uh, no, Yonkos was on that team, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he was the reason they lost. <laughs> he, was a, he was a classic choker. Yeah. Now he has three winning lanes. He <laughs> is the MVP. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. If only it's the jungler's dream. Like, which lane do I gank? Oh, all of them are winning? All right. Good <laughs> stuff. Uh, well, I, for one, am very much looking forward to... Yeah, I can't believe how long... Uh, I'm sure it's always this length. Um, but yeah, games don't start until next... Yeah, this weekend. And those are the plans. Yeah. Yeah, so like, that's right, because there are always leagues that finish later. Like, EU just finished. Right, yeah. So travel, they need to finish their season. Like Same with the um, LCK, um, Gauntlet and everything. Yeah. But, yeah, all right. We wore Tim out, but uh, Roy, if you're still listening, good episode. Are we still recording? Oh, yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Call tonight. GG. We survived. See you next week. All right. Yeah. Have a good night. All right. All right.